0: Pull up bar stool. It's gonna be a good show today. We're gonna get a little introspective. We're gonna talk about a new project I'm working on, the importance of doing what you love, where I'm going now, and of course, that important word that I talk about, a few like, all the time focus. So staying focused, how to do it, my struggles. We'll get there. Now, before we start, just a quick heads up I am celebrating right now. It's been a year since I launched what is now my baby. The Power Hitters Club, my membership, this is really where I'm going now. So to celebrate, I wanna offer you a quick discount. If you go to johnlimmer.com slash phc, if you're not yet a member, now is the time. Use the promo code pub2015. You can either get $20 off per month or $100 off for the annual price. Now, that annual price is already basically two months free, so that's why it may seem like I'm not giving you as much. I am giving you plenty there. So, uh, love to see you there. Again, johnlimmer.com slash PHC. Use promo code PUB2015. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the social media Pubcast where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So this week, oh man, it's about 10:37 in the afternoon. A lot of these I've been recording in the morning, but I say afternoon, it's nighttime. It's really about time for me to get to bed, clearly. And I am working on a lucky You IPA. I've been working on this Breckenridge Brewery Sampler for a while now. So it's again a local beer. I don't think I've had Lucky You yet, I'm either on the show or period. So um I'm gonna enjoy this one. Drop one back. Cheers. Oh yeah, it even says on the side, drink up fortuitous one. I like it. Alright, so like I said, this is me kind of an introspective, um, you know. I, and what I, I there's always a danger of when I have these introspectives, especially, especially when it's just me, that I get buried in my thoughts and it gets depressing. I, I don't want it to get that way. Uh, you know, as I'm looking through this, it, it we could go that way. Maybe I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make sure to um, think happy thoughts every once in a while. Um, nothing to be depressed about. I'm just in this dark room at 10:38 at night. Drinking a beer, so, but uh the celebration though, one year of membership. So there's a lot of things I've learned here. Keep in mind, a year ago when I started this, just like everything else, I mean, I talk a lot about this all the time, that I still lack the confidence, and it seems silly sometimes, but I lack the confidence to to start these new things, when I have no idea what's going to happen. So, prime example of that with membership. Sure, I've had people buy my courses. At the time, I don't know how many people were on my email list. I mean, maybe 20,000 or 30,000. I'm up to 75,000 right now. But so at the time, it was, just, it was kind of that tweener point. It was like, if would anyone actually sign up for a membership? So I, I threw it out there. Um, I, basically, I basically just said it was like, uh, you know, you can have weekly webinars. We have the Facebook group. You can have discounts. I think that was pretty much the deal. And at the time, I was giving out different discounts, whether you sign up annually or month to month. But I tell you, you know, and it wasn't even a big focus for a long, long time. Even after I launched it, like I got a bunch of people in it. Um, but a big part of that was this, was this terrible one dollar trial that I will never do again. Um, And I'll get to that in a minute. But I kind of, I don't know. It wasn't really until January of 2015 that I really focused on this, mainly because I knew I'm done doing courses. I pretty much decided I'm not doing any more courses. So um, the, the focus wasn't really there to build it in 2014, but it has been this year. So yeah, it's absolutely the way to go now. And I think that... You know, it's funny because I'm about to talk about all this in a moment. How I feel like everything I do is preparation for something else that I'm going to do later. And this is a really good example of that. And that um, courses made, or excuse me, courses made sense at one point. And before courses, everything else I was doing made sense at the time. Like I was doing Ad, AdSense on my site, and then I went to sponsorships. And then I was selling, you know, little things here and there. Um, and then the courses and then the membership. It just all led, led to the next thing. And know, was just kind of a natural progression. Um, but this is the way now, Now, you know, I've built my email list. I've built my audience. It just makes sense to do it this way because the courses, they're just so hard to maintain Um, And they made sense at the time, but they're so hard to maintain. They're they're outdated in a heartbeat. I want to make everything as live as possible. So lessons learned. Yay, man. As soon as you have a big enough audience that you feel like you can sustain a private membership, if you got the content and all that kind of stuff to do it, do it. Absolutely do it. But one thing I learned, at least for my business... Do not offer one dollar trials or free trials or anything like that, um, I learned that that first month because because again, and it's not a surprise I did this because again, I was un, I wasn't confident that I was going to get enough people to sign up. So like, how can I guarantee that? Well, I'll do a one dollar trial. Whoa! What it did first of all was attract garbage. Now, not everybody who signed up for that one dollar was garbage, but too many of them were, and. Um, so there, people were spamming, people were just beginners, and people were, the value of a dollar, um, I guess, was too much, right? Where, you know, it's like, I'll spend a spend dollar, but not, I'd never spend 77 or $97 a month or whatever it is. So it's just like, you know, just poking around, spamming, and, you know, whatever. They're all attracting people who want things for free, attracting people who want to game the system, and all that kind of stuff. I was not attracting my target audience. Big, big mistake. So, luckily, after that $1 trial went away and a bunch of people canceled, and then I had my core people that I really wanted in there in the first place, um, now this thing's been coming together. So, I'm focusing on offering as much value as possible. And uh, so, I, I tweaked it a little bit. It's still the weekly webinars. I'm now doing the weekly blog posts for members only. Um and I'm still doing discounts, but the biggest discount now is associated with these workshops that I'm doing every two months. So it's no longer, oh, you can buy a course or whatever for this and that, it's the workshops. So um, other lessons I've learned, I've gotta do more for retention, big time. I'm not doing enough there. So um, this is something that's more in plans as opposed to I'm doing it right now is Doing a better job of welcoming new members, so I want to do personally. Now we already do this in the Facebook group, where where you know that first of all, that's where most of the value is in that Facebook group. Make no mistake, very very valuable community, and we welcome them there. Say hey, thanks thanks for joining, you know introduce yourselves, blah blah blah. That's good, but I want to do a personal welcome, like a personal video for those people welcoming them to the group. Um, But I also want to do a thank you for the long term. So we got all these people who are hitting one year. Well, I've created videos for like 20 of them so far that are hitting their hitting their one year that just for them. And I'm sending it to them and I'm giving a personal thank you. It's about a minute. I say, hey, if you have any suggestions, let me know. So first of all, hopefully that will prevent um, as many cancellations at the one year mark as possible. I also hope it doesn't like bring up the, the idea, hmm, I've been doing this for a year, maybe I should cancel. I guess we'll see. But in terms of retention, the other thing is I need to start following up more often. So it's not just a matter of welcoming and thanking after a year. Well, how about that three-week point, right, for these people who are month-to-month? Month, I need to start doing something there. So that's going to happen. Um, need a, The retention is important, right, for anyone with a membership. So one of the things that we're doing, too, and I don't want this to sound bad, but Make make cancellation harder, and let me explain that. It's not that I want to hide it, right? There, there's still a cancel you know cancel um, link within uh, the membership area, but now when you click it, it's not a matter of okay, click this button to cancel, and then boom, it's done. Like wow, that was easy. That was too easy, and that was the problem. Now it's a matter of cancel. Okay, you want to cancel? Fill out this form. Let me know why you want to cancel. So that way, it'll then go to my team and we can address, you know, what the problem is and see if it's something we can fix before you cancel. Because based on, you know, what my man Gabe says, um, you can prevent easily 50 percent, if not more, of the cancellations if you have that dialogue first as opposed to just letting them cancel. So anyway, lots of lessons learned there. Um, But. That this is where my business is going. And we're going to talk a lot more about where my business is going in a moment after I take this big gulp. Cheers. So this may even be out of order. I don't even care. I don't know. It's just, this is, the, but this is what's on my mind right now. I have a new project and to some, this will be like, what in the world is this guy doing? To other people who know me well, it is a perfect fit. It makes perfect sense. So it's kind of funny, and I feel I kind of mentioned this a minute ago. I feel like everything I do is preparation for something else. I mean, every job I've had prepared me to run my own business. It did. I mean, I, 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 even when it was like things I hated to do, it told me I didn't want to work for the man for the rest of my life. That's what it taught me. When I did things I loved, like, like when I worked for the NBA, so many things I did for the NBA, or if I did for American Cancer Society or I did uh, when I was working for a startup or when I even was a consultant briefly, it gave me a taste of all the things that I wanted to do. And so while I was not by any means 100% prepared to start my business, it was kind of a natural progression. And even though um, it was probably premature when I started it because I was thrown out to the walls when I was laid off for the second time in two and a half years. um, I knew enough to get started and start learning some things. And then even then, once I started it, like every single step I took with my business led me to the next thing. Like Like I keep saying about how I get to memberships. Well, I can say the same thing. When it comes to coaching and my sons. So um, I have three boys and we are a baseball family through and through. I mean, I was oh, what you would consider a good enough baseball player. Um, I was good enough to, to play. I was not, you know, when I was a kid, it wasn't all as competitive tournament ball and all that kind of stuff. I lived in small towns, so wherever I wanted to play, I could. I didn't really have to worry about getting cut. I played in high school. I played reasonably well. I wasn't a star. But I love the game more than anything. Uh, I even went to college, and I played at college, but it was a small school. Where I think we had 14 kids on our roster. I even started a bunch of games my freshman year, and then I quit. Just because I got burned out. But... Um, but uh, you know that that leads me to now coaching, right? So I've got three boys, and they are way better than I ever was. And really, my passion these days, when it comes to you know, I hear people talk about their passion, and they talk about you know what they do and their job and whatnot. You know, I, I love running my business, but truly, I do my business so I can spend more time with my kids, my wife, my family. And coach my boys' teams. So there was this natural progression there as well. So like when my oldest son first started playing baseball, we were doing rec ball. And then we progressed. Okay, we need something more competitive. So we did Little League. And then when he got a little bit older and my middle son was old enough, we're like, well, we need something even a step further from that, which is um, tournament ball, travel ball. And I coached that too. And now we're at the point where we've kind of outgrown what we're in right now. Um, and, I, you know, I don't want to bore all of you, of you about, you know, you said talking about baseball, but this is kind of, it is similar to business and I'll get to, to why in a moment. So um, we decided that um, where we're at is no longer fit for us because, first of all, we had to travel to get there, just to get there, just to practice and play games. Second of all, our kids don't go to school with any of the kids that they play with, um, and this seems like a you know small thing because you know they're still friends, but they don't like hang out or anything. And ultimately, like what we're learning with our oldest is it's pretty important. But first of all, the politics of it all, but there's so many other things too. If you're go if you're playing with kids, you're gonna to go to high school with because it's so competitive playing in high school. In these big, big high schools where it's like over 2,000 kids. Um, And they want to play. They love the game. And I want to help them get there without being crazy about it. So we've been doing tournament ball. I've been coaching it in addition to Little League. And now I got to the point where you're like, you know what? I think it's time to take a big risk. And so recently I decided... Um, And talking to my boys that, you know, obviously they had to be on board with this. I'm going to start my own team. And that's a huge risk. It's just like starting your own business. And really, it is. So the first step was, what's the name of it? So uh, my boys helped me a little bit with this as well. I went to like all these names have already been used and all these uh, baseball terms and jargon and stuff. And I settled on spiders, so we are the spiders spiders elite spiders youth baseball it could be it's a bunch of different things right now we haven't settled on precisely the branding but if you go to spiderselite.com that's the beginning stages of my site um and uh, spiders, youth Base, spiders youth baseball and spiders baseball also goes to the same place so this is the scary part now so I'm not blowing up the team that my middle son is already playing for. I just don't think that's appropriate. And I want him to play with kids he's going to go to school with. So now it's a matter of I got to I I start marketing it. So tryouts are already like a month away. So I've created the website. Um, I'm going to start pushing that uh, on Facebook. I've got a Facebook page as well that I haven't done anything with yet really. It's Facebook.com slash Spiders Elite. And I've even got my designer helping me out with some of this stuff. So, yeah, now it's the scary part. It's the same kind of thing, like, with business. It's like, are any customers going to be there? Are there any kids who are going to want to play for my team? And there's so many things that are unknowns, like, how do I do this and that? I've never done this before. I've never started my own team before. And uh, I got to tell you, it's so much like starting your business. It's the this, this, this same kind of excitement slash nervousness slash lack of confidence that goes into all these things. But I I just I, I feel it in my bones if this is the right thing, even though, you know, I'm going to miss it, miss the other the other teams. My boys, I know, are going to miss it, too. I think we all know, though, that this is the way to go. And I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm actually thinking about all these ways that we can raise money to, to cut costs and just make it as great as possible. And market the way no team is marketed in the area. So that any kid who lives in Parker, Colorado, and wants to go to Chaparral High School, which is kind of you know where, where I'm hoping that I can attract these kids, that they want to play for the Spiders. So, I'm excited again. Hey, if you want to check it out, don't don't expect much right now. But if you want to, st- I, I plan on starting a blog for it too. Um, just ba- basically perspective of the coach. If you want to go to spiderselite.com, raise the bottle. Cheers. So I think there's a reason. There really was a reason for going in this order, because that leads me to something. I'm talk, you know, about importance of doing what you love. And that's really where I'm headed here. Um, not now, you know. This spiders baseball stuff isn't necessarily a business. At least it isn't yet. Um, I may develop it into a business where there's some sort of for profit here somewhere. But the point is, hang with me here. Doing what you're good at only will take you only so far. Doing what you love only but aren't necessarily good at will take you only so far the key is doing what you love and are good at now the you know the first step is that you love it you can in some cases develop into being good at it but an example of how this doesn't work i love baseball i I would love to play for the Milwaukee Brewers I will never play for them. <laughs> no matter how much I practice and play, I will never get good enough to play Major League Baseball, whether it's for the Brewers or anyone else. I'll never play Minor League Baseball. I'll, uh, nothing. I'm not good enough anymore, and I'm old. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. So it's kind of understanding these things and, and making sure they all fit together, that you're doing what you're good at and love at the same time. Because when you do that, the passion won't recede. It won't feel like work. But most important, you'll only get better. Because every day, you're good at it, you love it, so you'll always be doing something to make yourself better and make that business better. But if you're only good at it, you're going to get bored. If you, if you love it, but you're not very good at it, and you, have a, you will eventually run into the plateau, like I said, that you can only get so good and maybe not be that successful. So the combination of those two things is really, really important. And honestly, I look back at my life, and I see this played out over and over and over. I get bored. I really do. Um, every job I've had, I get bored. Now, I think the exception is the NBA job. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> it really doesn't get much better. Now, I guess you could say that if, if you really want to get nitpicky and get spoiled, I was working in basketball and not baseball. Um, so I don't truly love basketball, but my goodness, that was the greatest freaking job in the world. So I only left that because of where we were Um, geographically, and we we need to get out of there. No one wants to live in New Jersey. Sorry, Jersey folks. Some people do. But point being, almost every job I had, it's like a two-year lifespan. And then I get bored. Like, I might be good at it for a while, get bored. So... That hasn't happened so much with running my own business because again, I think I'm getting spoiled if I start talking about getting bored doing what I'm doing. However, I am getting very, 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 very pigeonholed. And which is good and bad. Like, I've become the Facebook ads guy. And so, you know, I am amazed by how well this brand has been able to grow off of that. Now, are Facebook ads something I truly love, or that I'm good at? I don't know. I think it's pretty. It's 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 easy for me to answer that question because I will. You know, I always kind of shake my head. As I often say, I'm not. I don't really feel like I'm a natural marketer. I don't really like marketing, um, especially in the sense the the way the industry is right now, and I was find it kind of weird and, and strange when people say that they're passionate about marketing or passionate about social media. like That is not something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about starting my business. Um, I was really excited about doing that. I'm, I'm so grateful for it's gone. But I can't help but feel like this is a, a step to getting me closer to something else that I'm meant to do. And doing what I love um, Because I am doing what I'm very good at And doing what I like And it's it's gotten me through three and a half years Which I don't do very often um, But there are times Where the motivation isn't quite What it should be Admittedly um, But also just in, just in general There's so many um, Distractions I'll get to in a minute because of the things that I love, that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about my kids, passionate about my family, passionate about coaching. So those things start interrupting my business. So I think we're going to get there, though. But I, I think one of the steps, one of the important steps is just acknowledging what it is you love, what it is you're good at, and trying to meet those two. Now, you don't have to do them today but trying to get there eventually and figure out what that's going to be. It doesn't have to be crystal clear what it's going to be, but working towards it eventually. So where am I going? Oh, good question. Raise a bottle. Cheers. So where am I going? I mean, I've kind of, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I feel like uh, I always have this idea. I, you know, my, my business manager, John Robinson, is one of those guys that, really pounds on me to spec out what I want to do the next six months, the year, the next five years. And I personally, I'm more of a fly off the sea of your pants kind of guy. Um, So I'm, you know, I don't take a lot of that stuff seriously in that I don't know I could ever plan what I'm going to be doing in five years because it seems like what happens a year from now is always so unpredictable as well. But one of those things that JR, John Robinson, has taught me is to start thinking about the things that you love doing, that you like doing, that you hate doing. We talked about this on last week's podcast when, when he was my guest. And basically, whatever is you love doing, keep doing it. Whatever it is you like doing you, and definitely hate doing, you want to start passing that off on the people who are good at it. Okay, um, so that leads me to where am I going? Well, what I, what do I love doing? I do love to create. You know, whether it's this this new baseball team or or starting my business, that excitement of creating something new is fun. It really, really is. That time it's scary. Even when I talk about being scared of creating the, the uh, power hitters club or the new course and pushing publish and wondering if anyone's going to buy it it's exciting though it really is i love creating so again membership i felt like was an important step so where am i going to go for membership from the power hitters club within now we're talking about just the john loomer digital brand here we're not even talking about all this baseball stuff that could be in the future i honestly i think there's absolutely baseball stuff in the future. But I think the next place for my business. And so I, I tell you this because this is a natural progression for me. And it's what's going through my mind. And you may be on a similar similar path. But maybe it's a matter of understanding that everything's moving in a certain direction or just wanting to change things up. I don't know what it is. But I feel like I'm the kind of person who wants to move towards a point where the business runs itself, especially because I've acknowledged Facebook ads are something I'm good at, that I like doing, but maybe I don't love talking about it all the time. So I I think I kind of foresee the potential for, for boredom eventually of talking about this constantly, constantly, Facebook ads, Facebook ads. Talking about constantly, constantly organic reach and it's not dead and chill out. It's okay. The next natural step here is software. Now, it just makes sense because software, I can pull myself out a little bit more. Software is something that I could help create and and it's fun to create. I love the geeky side of it. Creating a tool that helps people that could help me Um, run my ads and um, I can start stepping away a little bit while creating something that will start running the business and churning out hopefully more money than the current business does now. So uh, maybe it goes in this direction. We'll see. Now we are in these talks of creating this tool that will be great for you, that you're going to love. We'll see where it goes. But I feel like membership is a springboard to software, just as courses were a springboard to the membership. And just like all my content was a springboard for the courses. You see where I'm going? I hope you do. So that's where I'm going. Quick, quick drink. And then we'll talk about focus. Cheers. I I should go back in time and look about, look at all of my previous pubcasts, and how many times one of the topics I discussed was focus. Because I'm going to guess, it's probably in the neighborhood of five to ten. <laughs> I've had, man, it's been, I think, over a 100 episodes, well over 100 episodes by now. And I just want you to know, anyone who... Because I think a lot of people who listen to this show are probably similar to me in some way, right? Because I because I feel like my content will attract a certain type of person. You're probably a numbers geek. Um, maybe you're a family person. Um, you want, you're an entrepreneur. You want to start your own thing. But I can tell you, for me personally, focus. And this might be an entrepreneurial flaw. It really might be. Focus is a constant struggle. I think the the reason I started my own business in the first place was because focus was struggle. That's why I didn't ever stay with the same job for for more than two and a half years. So it is still a struggle, and I, I gotta say, as the business grows, it only gets harder because it you know if you don't keep developing and creating new interesting things for yourself, not even for the public and for your customers, but for you to keep you interested, um, you're going to start getting falling into a rut. Now, I create a schedule for myself, but there's still so many distractions. I just want you to know that if you have this issue, you're not abnormal. You are not alone. Uh, you at least have me. I don't know how many more people you've got. But focus isn't easy. Um, And if you're someone like me where your business isn't 100% of your life, you're, you're running your business so you can do other things. I think that's the key. Focus becomes even more difficult because if your job, if your business is your life, I've got to think in that case, focus is really rarely an issue. But if you're doing this so that you can spend more time with your family and you've got three kids or whatever you got, you got a dog, you got a sick dog, I got a dog who's been puking all over the place. And you're traveling all the time because of your other passions with baseball and stuff, whatever your passion may be, um it it really is very, very easy. To lose focus, there's so many distractions, but there are also many emotional distractions because there are these, there's these amazing numbers of ups and downs through through a typical day of just a a, a a parent, right? So if you're a mother, if you're a father, take businesses away for a moment. The number of ups and downs of dealing with um, being a parent, being a spouse is incredible. Then you're going to throw business into that, the number of ups and downs. And then you try to balance them and you try to leave business with business and personal with personal, but they always mix. It's difficult. It really is. Now, so for my business... um, One of the keys has always been, and I know even when I'm struggling, I know this is the key, is keeping a schedule. So now I am blogging twice a week, once for the public, once for my power hitters club. Now, do I have a firm schedule on that? Not really. So I have found that really publishing Monday, not the best thing. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they could all work. So um, I, haven't come up, I haven't firmly picked a day there, uh, unfortunately. Um, but, that, but at least I know it's going to be one of those days. Um, but I do have a schedule in that my team meetings are every Monday. Um, on Wednesday is when I have my Power Hitters Club webinar. I know what time that's going to be. Thursday afternoons will be when I have my one-on-ones. Friday mornings I have my call John Robinson So my my business manager, my backup CEO I have anyone who wants to interview me for um, their podcast I do that on Fridays And I have my little um, kind of business, whatever you call it Meeting with, with JR and our friend Andrew Foxwell So basically our two guests that we have on the podcast every so often So there is a schedule there But there's a lot of murkiness in all the times we don't cover. Um, And one of the things is taking care of yourself. Please, if you're an entrepreneur and you're one of those people who overwork yourself or you stress yourself out. um, Or you've had a lot of the issues that we've talked about already today. You've got to take care of yourself. And I'm telling you this just because I'm, I'm trying to tell myself at the same time. Because I was getting into the, the habit of running, and that was becoming part of my routine. And that was really good for me, and it's really good for my business. And it's really good for me personally. I felt good about myself. And that also impacts your, your relationships with others. Well, I've fallen out of that now. There's always an excuse. It was cold outside, and it's been rainy. Now it's too hot. <laughs> and I've, I'm sitting here with a treadmill right next to me. I could run if I wanted. So, always take care of yourself, though. Do the things that are important to keep you kick, keep you kicking, but also to keep you motivated, keep you feeling good about yourself. Because if you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself, then the things you love won't be taken care of either. So, I'm saying this out loud to say it to myself. So, let's all do it. Let's all commit to that. Um... And then let's take one more drink and we are done for the day. Cheers. Oh, man. Thank you. I hope, I hope you took something out of this today. And I hope it wasn't depressing. Um, I mean, it's introspective, and that's what's going to happen when you're laying on my couch I'm on the pubcast and we're just kind of saying what's on our mind right now. But I think it was a good one. That was a good one. Now, before we go, just a reminder, if you have a podcast, whether it's a successful one or one you're trying to get to the next level, if you like the way this one is run, you like the sound effects and the way it's edited and all that kind of stuff, you need you need my man, Dan Jost. He's the guy who's been editing mine for, Dan, you can correct me from I don't know, two, out, two, two hours, two years, something like that. It could be longer than that. It could be two and a half years, three, maybe not quite three. But it's a long time. So send him an email. Do yourself a solid. I think it might be the first time I've ever said that. Send an email to dan at danjost.com. That's Jost spelled J O S T.com. See what he can do for you. And pay the man handsomely. He deserves it. Alright, so I have asked the, the uh, bartender for the tab. I will take care of you. You forgot your wallet. It's okay. I get it. But uh, man, it's been good. I I hope you come back next week. We're gonna—I believe—we're gonna have Andrew back next week. We'll see. Um, I like to have guests every other week. So, but I appreciate you sitting on my couch. This week's podcast. Until next time. Do awesome things. I'm out.